Blog Talk Radio. This is the Mike Savella Radio Program, episode 331 for Saturday, November 15, 2014. On tonight's show, I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, it's been three long months, I think, since uh, the last uh, show, the last podcast here, and I'm just trying to get back in the saddle to talk about stuff and to do commentary and to just trying to get some kind of audience back to the show here. So thank you for everybody who uh, <laughs> is still here or if I have to try to get you back. So uh, let's do this, America. Episode 331 starts right now. show that is passionate about medicine and social media. This is the Mike Sabella Radio Program. I am your host, <laughs> the one-man social media wrecking machine for eight years running. That's right. My name is Mike Savella, and uh, check out the website at drmikesavella.com. And uh, what is this show about? Uh, the show <laughs> for many, many years now intermittently with me doing the show. Uh, it's commentary about medicine, social media, and life. And uh, tonight uh, is Saturday, November 15, 2014. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And here at Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters, uh, it feels like, wait for it, it feels like we'll have a news story about this, though. It feels like 25 degrees Fahrenheit. And uh, so how has uh, how has everybody been doing out there, kids? Hope uh, you all have been uh, doing well. I apologize, as I often do in these most recent episodes of this podcast. That, yes, I have not had a show for a while. I have not had a podcast for a while. And uh, it's time for me to get back to get back doing uh, this again because I really miss behind being behind this microphone. I really miss uh, just talking about stuff, talking with all of you um, out there in internet radio land. There has been a lot of uh, a lot of news uh, going on, not only in the world but also with uh, with me uh, personally. Um, I have not quit the internet again. Just to let people know, I have not quit the internet. I'm just <laughs> well, I'll get into it in a little bit here. Um, so. Uh, so I'm going to jump into things here in a little bit, but first I do want to thank uh, Blog Talk Radio for having me be a featured host here on this network. Uh, I've been a social media hobbyist since 2005. That's right, 2005. 
And if you're curious, yes, I am a real doctor. I am a family physician in full-time private practice, meaning I see patients in the hospital and in the office and in the nursing home all around the place here in a beautiful northeastern Ohio. And I will get right into the commentary um, in a little bit here. But uh, first, you're listening to the Mike Savilla Radio Program, a proud member of the ProMed Network, a podcast you can get there by going to uh, promednetwork.com. And uh, we will be right back. Broadcasting like nobody is listening. <laughs> this is the Mike'sville Radio Program uh, for a, a Saturday night uh, here on the uh, Blog Talk Radio Network. And uh, yes, it's, it's been a long time since, uh, since I've had a show here. And um, you know, before we get started here, I want to uh, just share a little bit of what uh, what happened to me here today. I want to give a, a big shout out. I know she's listening out there. She's listening. Big shout out to uh, to uh, my grandma in law, I guess uh, my my wife's grandmother, who celebrated her 96th birthday uh, today. We went up to uh, to see her, and uh, the family got to see her, and uh, uh, just just a fascinating uh, fascinating story. Um, you know, for people who don't know me, I uh, um, you know I. Uh, but my family came over from the Philippines, and um, you know all our immediate family is here. But uh, um, but the experience of uh, um, of having uh, grandparents was uh, something that is uh, was foreign to me until I met my wife and uh, um, got to experience uh, the extended family. Uh, experience, especially at holidays and Christmas and all that stuff, getting to meet all kinds of aunts and uncles and cousins and and all of that um, out there. Uh, and and uh, uh, grandma, uh, the grandma experience uh, was something that's very uh, was very unique to me uh, that I got to talk uh, with my wife a lot about uh, because. Uh, got to ask her a lot of questions and uh, because I never had that type of experience before. And, uh, you know, my wife and I have been married eh, almost 20 years now, I think. Uh, and, um, uh, going through the years and, and working through all kind of, um, you know, family struggles, uh, you know, as, as far as having family members in the area where I live, where we live, uh, and, and all of those struggles, uh, has been a, a unique type of experience uh, for me. And uh, today was one of those uh, unique type experiences. Uh, we got to uh, you know, celebrate uh, the birthday of, of uh, someone I've known for a long time uh, who I've gotten to know, uh, who's gotten to know me. Uh, and 
you know, in my medical practice, you know, I have uh, I have patients in their 90s. I um, I've had patients almost uh, reach the the age of 100, and I know what it is to take care of those type of patients. Well, I don't know what it is to uh, interact with family uh, who have uh, family members who are of that age. But uh, uh, the my my kind of grandma-in-law today got to experience that up close and and, and to see uh, the the concerns. Uh, that uh, that my wife and her and her family have uh, for for grandma uh, today, um, who still uh, you know lives independently. <laughs> if you can believe that, <laughs> she lives in her own house and she's still uh, uh, pretty uh, independent. And uh, I talked to grandma today about her uh, her doctor's visits that she's had uh, and the medications uh, that she's on. And I'm I'm glad that I could have uh, uh, I'm glad I did uh, uh, was a, uh, a a resource to her uh, in answering questions um, about her doctor's visit uh, and about her medications and about uh, staying as independent um, as she can <laughs> out there these days. Uh, just, just an amazing person and my wife's family they're just amazing uh, people. Uh, that uh, I have been blessed to uh, get to know um, in the uh, in the past few years. So that was kind of the, the highlight of the day, you know, kind of seeing Grandma just getting along there, and we took a lot of pictures. And for those of you uh, uh, who are friends with my wife on Facebook, you probably have seen those pictures already. And um, just uh, just a, a very cool and unique experience uh, for me today. Um, other things, you know. Um, <laughs> Got to see some of our uh, my wife and I's old stomping grounds uh, because Grandma lives where where we used to live, and uh, I got to see uh, drive around and, and see some of that. Uh, uh, there are still some leaves uh, that are out uh, there, even though it feels like winter uh, out there. So it, it was nice, kind of just driving around there, and I got to see my parents today. Um, and shout out to my parents because I know they're listening. Uh, to the show here uh, this evening. It's always great uh, seeing them, and uh, we're getting ready for the for the next uh, uh, holiday here, uh, which people think is Thanksgiving, but it's actually my father's birthday, uh, which be which is right around that time. Uh, so maybe I'll share some of that experience with all of you out there if anybody is listening to the show anymore. <laughs> Um, you know, and other things that are going on, you know, just to kind of update everybody, uh, you know, I, I've gotten a lot of uh, uh, new fans, uh, new fans to my uh, uh, internet and uh, social media presence out there uh, because of uh, because of my hospital, uh, Salem Regional Medical Center. Shout out to them. Go to, go to Salem H O S P S A L E M H O S P dot com. Uh, to uh, check out um, our, our regional medical center. And they did a write-up about me, uh, about my uh, social media career. And uh, thank you so much for the hospital for doing that. I've gotten a lot of uh, great uh, feedback uh, from the community uh, and from people at the hospital uh, about that. And, and I want to thank the hospital for, uh, for that very nice write-up about me. Uh, and I hope to continue uh, this uh, uh, social media work uh, as well, uh, telling the story of family medicine, telling my story, uh, and maybe sharing some of the stories of the community here, especially with my uh, fans across the country and around the world. Uh, so it, it is uh, a great time to uh, to be a physician. It is a great time to be here and 
little Salem, Ohio, as we journey onward uh, in our uh, in what we do in the community here. Uh, another update, uh, which people have been uh, very excited about, I'm very excited about it too, is I'll, I'll be talking uh, uh, in January 2015 uh, at TEDx Youngstown. And anybody who listens to the show uh, probably is familiar with TED and TEDx. Um, TEDx is kind of the minor leagues uh, for uh, for the TED Talks. And uh, uh, I have been sharing some of my TEDx experience on my Twitter and Facebook feeds, but to let everybody out there know that uh, TEDx Youngstown uh, will be in January uh, 2015. You can go to TEDxYoungstown.com, uh, and uh, I've been preparing my talk. Of course, it's going to be about social media and medicine, uh, and uh, you can get more information at TEDxYoungstown.com and uh, get more information about that. Um, just been feverishly trying to uh, prepare my 12 minutes. I've gotten 12 minutes uh, on the stage at TEDx Youngstown to uh, to share my story uh, and to uh, to get people excited about uh, social media uh, and medicine. Um, and one more update uh, from from my standpoint. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about um, the, the conference that I was at. Uh, last month uh, in Washington, D.C. for our specialty, um, the American Academy of Family Physicians, uh, their annual conference. Uh, and I'll be sharing more about that uh, during the course of this show as I get back going. Uh, I was uh, one of their social media ambassadors, uh, which was very cool uh, because we got to get uh, backstage to talk to a lot of the uh, uh, main stage uh, speakers. Uh, probably the the... Well, well, I mean, they're they're all kind of cool experiences, but uh, um, one cool experience that I'll share with all of you now is uh, uh, I got to meet uh, Dr. Kent Brantley, uh, who was the uh, very first uh, uh, physician uh, from the United States uh, who was diagnosed and treated for the Ebola virus. And uh, people remember his story probably from the summertime. Uh, he was brought back to Atlanta to Emory University for treatment. Uh, and following his successful treatment, he uh, uh, donated some of his blood, donated some of his plasma uh, to some of the other uh, victims uh, who uh, who uh, uh, were infected with the uh, Ebola virus. And I got to spend uh, some time with him. Um, I haven't had a chance to uh, share some of those pictures and to uh, and to write about it um, on the blog, um, but I hope to uh, I hope to do that in the uh, next few weeks uh, because my work schedule has just been crazy crazy busy. Uh, but I'm hoping to uh, share some of that with all of you um, as well. Uh, so that's kind of the uh, the Mike Savella update um, uh, <laughs> as of as of this time. Um, so I will. Uh, We'll take a break, and then uh, I will share some of the uh, the news stories uh, that are uh, I think are important or I think are interesting uh, from the uh, from the past week. So you're listening to the Mike Savilla Radio Program uh, here on the Block Talk Radio Network um, on a Saturday night here, and uh, we will be right back after this.
And welcome back. Just a short little break there. And uh, so one of the stories around uh, here in the past uh, few days uh, is just this wintry weather uh, that's been just 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 gripping the nation, uh, especially here in northeastern Ohio. And uh, as I get back doing podcasts, I got a, a brief audio clip. I don't know if this audio clip is going to work, uh, but uh, here's a little bit of the story of uh, wintry weather going through the United States. The wintry weather that's been plaguing much of the nation into a deep freeze made a loud, fierce arrival in the eastern U.S. Up to a foot of snow slammed northeastern Ohio by late Thursday. It's like pretty, pretty heavy when you get to the bottom. Areas around Lake Erie could get another two to four inches of snow by morning, while temperatures are expected to be in the 20s. The weather backed up traffic for hours along Interstate 90 as vehicles got stuck or slid off the road. It's so bad on the interstate. There's traffic for miles. It took me an hour and a half to get home from downtown. Record snowfall created havoc on the roads for drivers in northern Indiana. South Bend got more than six inches of snow by 1 p.m. on Thursday, setting a new daily record for that city. Driving was especially difficult on the Indiana Toll Road. State troopers reported scattered slide-offs and spin-offs. A separate weather system brought the season's first snowfall to New York City and New Jersey, whether residents were ready or not. I won't wear a jacket until December 1st. On principle? Yes. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's not even winter yet. I don't know why it's snowing. Temperatures are forecast to remain extremely chilly for much of the nation's midsection, hovering from 20 to 40 degrees below normal in the High Plains and the Mississippi Valley. Sandy Kozell, the Associated Press. Uh, so yeah, so it's been uh, we have it. Uh, you know, we're only eh, I don't know uh, forty miles or thirty miles uh, from uh, from the north coast of uh, Ohio, uh, from the Cleveland area, and uh, they got a lot of snow up there, but we didn't get very much snow uh, down here. Uh, so, um, but uh, uh, but I know people, including my father, uh, took some pictures of the. Uh, <laughs> of the of the snow, uh, of the blustering, um, uh, and um, so hey, you know what? What uh, you know? What are you going to do there? So, uh, so looking forward to the uh, to the uh, to the weather that are that is going on here. So, in a related story, uh, this again in a related type weather type story, <laughs> I was just fascinated I, I was fascinated this week uh by uh, by weatherman al roker uh who uh, who attempted to uh, to be forecasting weather for 34 hours uh this week and there was a live uh video stream uh during uh <laughs> during his broadcast and uh, I'll uh, I'll play this. Uh, this is a kind of a long clip, but this is from the Today Show on Friday when he was finishing up. Uh, so let's uh, listen to this long clip, and I'll have more commentary after that. And morning, everyone. Welcome back to today. And we're making history right here yes. in our little green room, our little neck of the woods, oh. where Al Roker, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> 
is about to hit the 34-hour mark. Well, it's been a, a long, like, you know what, what, the most important, it was a huge team that did this, uh, mm -hmm. from Jackie Levin and Sean Reese and uh, Matt Greenfield uh, here and, and uh, Malia and, and Zoe, and across the street, Don Sumikis, uh, yeah. meteorologist who led the team there. Uh, a lot of folks really, uh, I, I was really just the, I actually had nothing to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> Schreiber, just all those folks. Uh, you know, they actually put all this stuff together. All I had to do was blah, 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 which I, I do on a regular basis. Do it well. So we're coming up on 34 hours. Was there a point anywhere on this long stretch over three days where you thought, oh, man, I'm not sure I can pull this off? The first 15 minutes. <laughs> I was thinking, what was I oh my thinking? And, and then, you know, once, because we had so much weather going on mm -hmm. uh, over the last 34 hours that it, it just kind of happened. Mm -hmm. And then we had, uh, if you look on this, this map, these mm -hmm. are all the NBC stations we wow. did remotes with. And, 295 uh, just, live shots. Yeah, we just kept going and Incredible. going and going. And once you kind of got into it, it was like, yeah. boom, it kept changing, kept changing, kept changing. So you, you, but all of a sudden you realize that we, we're already 20 hours in. And you raised $70,000 so far, guys. He's almost at 70000 yep. for crowd the USO and your crowd yeah, rise. That's incredible. Well, and again, for a lot of folks who did a wonderful job of, of, of beating the bushes. And, and, and what's great about this, the crowd rise, is you don't have to have big money donations. $10, $5, they all yeah. add up, and, and that was what was really sweet. Can we talk about the highlights? Because there have been a lot of highlights over the last 34 <laughs> hours. Okay, a lot of people have visited you. Yes. Yeah, okay, we, we I think we've got some uh, some video of some of who who have been some of the best visitors. I mean, obviously yeah. Tamron and her PJ. Tamron can't and her PJ. We're in the briskest. That's strange. That was my wife. Sorry now, sorry now, exactly. I got massages. It was, it we was got about exciting. 30 oh, seconds. Is your heart pounding? Uh, it is. It, you know, because, it, it, again, what was so much fun, what, <laughs> yeah. what makes this show so great is that it is truly team a team. Effort. Yeah. It's a team I could not have done it with Can we sign you up for next year, an annual event? Uh, no, I, I've done this once. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
All right, let's make this official. Let's oh, bring right. in yes, Guinness World Records Certified. Wow. Now it gets real. So, Al, yes, to sir. set the Guinness World Records title for the longest uninterrupted weather forecast, you only had to go 24 hours. Oh. But, as you know, you wanted to be... <laughs> now you're telling Wait What? Wait a minute. As, as you know, there was the unofficial record out there at, at 33 hours, and you wanted 34. So it gives me great pleasure to give you the Guinness World Records title TV weather forecast. Al, you are officially amazing. Yes. Yes. It is now official. Alex Angert, adjudicator from Guinness, thank you so much. Speech? Just kidding. No, forget it. <laughs> thank everyone. Al was about to lay you out when he said 24, 24 hours. hours. <laughs> Are you going home now? What do uh, you do? No, I gotta stay here. But uh, <laughs> but you know what? It, it, it's fun to kind of bask in the glow with uh, with my team. Yeah. So it's got very exciting. And some of your team stayed here with you without leaving. Like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, no like showers. Said, no, no. Sean Reed. No, Sean Reed. Yeah, Big Sean. Yeah. Big Sean. Yeah. All right, Al. We have many more surprises coming Ooh. to celebrate all of this. But for now, let's go over to Natalie. Get a check of the news while we change Al's battery. <laughs> <laughs> So it was just uh, really, uh, it, it was fascinating for me to watch uh, because uh, <laughs> basically I didn't think the guy was going to make it. <laughs> I thought he was, because I, I watched the first few hours of it and I'm like, oh, he, he's peaking too early. He's too energetic. He's just going to just burn out and run out of gas. Uh, and then I, I watched later in, in the day, you know, like 12, 13 hours in, and he was already, already, uh, losing his voice. <laughs> so I'm like, how is he going to go another, you know, 18 hours uh, after that? And there's been a number of articles uh, that have been written about it, uh, and, and uh, most of them positive. Um, but I did uh, read an article, um, and it was from uh, November 13 uh, from Lindsay Ellis, and uh, it's, it's entitled uh, Rokerthon Constructive Fundraiser or Slacktivism. Slacktivism, <laughs> uh, and they go into things like, oh, you know, this was this was Al Roker's kind of ice bucket challenge moment to, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, kind of fake, fake, you know, uh, doing things for charity, but this is really all uh, all about himself, uh, and um, I'm going to quote from this article here. Uh, uh, and they talk about the ice bucket challenge. The ice bucket challenge, basically narcissism masked as altruism. Uh, she compared the phenomenon to uh, live strong bracelets that raise money uh, to cancer uh, and the red equal sign to support gay marriage that uh, posted to many social media outlets. It's trendy. I'm quoting here. It's trendy to pretend that we care, but eventually those trends uh, fade away. Uh, and, uh, there's another article that they uh, quote here uh, in a November 11 piece on slacktivism, a, the slackers' activism. Uh, Scott, Scott Gilmore of McLean's criticized these high-profile efforts as selfish. Quote, if you want to help, just give money or time. Anything else is about you, he wrote. 
so an interesting kind of analysis uh, to uh, uh, to kind of a stunt uh, like this. For me, I thought it was uh, pretty good, uh, uh, pretty good marketing. Uh, it was kind of a unique uh, type of thing. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't find a problem with it. Uh, some people did, but Hey, what, uh, you know, what are you going to do there? Uh, and the last story I'm going to talk about, um, actually it was also from the, uh, from the today show. Uh, but it's talking about this, uh, this podcast, not this podcast, but a podcast called, uh, uh, the serial podcast and, uh, talking about, uh, mystery and murder uh, and I'll play this audio clip here, and uh, I'll uh, talk about it a little bit after that. A 15-year-old murder case is in the headlines this morning thanks to a popular podcast that's become a near obsession for millions of people around the world. NBC's Jacob Rascone explains why this case is suddenly getting so much attention. It's a phenomenon, some say an obsession, with an almost cult-like following. We're obsessed at work, and we're, t- we're talking about it all the time. Each week, millions breathlessly await the latest episode of a real-life whodunit in the form of a public radio podcast called Serial, hosted by Sarah Koenig. And on paper, the case was like a Shakespearean mashup. An obscure murder case now gone viral. The stakes feel a lot higher because it's 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 reality rather than, than fiction. Fifteen years ago, a popular bright high school senior named Heyman Lee was found murdered in a shallow grave in Baltimore. Her ex-boyfriend, an 18-year-old honor student named Adnan Syed, was accused of the crime, tried, and despite maintaining his innocence to the end, convicted and sentenced to life in prison. Now my sister's soul can rest in peace. But in its first episode, the podcast revealed a key piece of new evidence, a witness with an alibi that could prove Syed's innocence, who says she was never contacted by Syed's lawyer. It's our best last shot in some ways, so I think they're hopeful. It's also a twisted love story. Hey Min, a Korean, and Syed, a Pakistani Muslim, were involved in a romantic relationship they kept secret from their parents, something the podcast says was used against Syed at trial. They said, look at what a liar he is, how duplicitous. Prosecutors wouldn't comment because of a pending appeal, but this time the popular podcast could come into play. Sure, they've twice before reevaluated the case, but now they have a million new eyes on the case, all of the people who are following this podcast. And I think that does make a difference. Four episodes left, and what they reveal could help determine whether Adnan Syed spends the rest of his life in prison. For today, Jacob Rascone, NBC News. So I really haven't checked out that podcast, but I definitely will now. Uh, a podcast kind of uh, bringing more interest, a podcast uh, making a difference. <laughs> that is what that is what this show and that is what this uh, podcast kind of aspires <laughs> to do. Maybe not on that uh, grand scale. Uh, so uh, so yeah, that's it. That's all I have for you here uh, this evening. Uh, I'm trying to get back into doing this show, and and eventually, when I, when my comfort level returns, uh, I'll bring maybe some guests back and uh, have some of my friends come on and and help me out. Uh, but I'm still trying to find my way back into uh, doing this show and and doing the podcast here and talking about. Uh, whatever I want to talk about and sharing my story and talking about medicine and family medicine and, and, uh, all that, uh, all that good stuff. So, uh, so that's all I have for you this evening. Thank you for, for joining me. My name is Mike Sevilla. I go to drmikesevilla.com. 
uh, and um, uh, I hope to do uh, uh, more of these shows in the near future. Uh, but uh, uh, but for now, follow me on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and you can get all that at uh, drmexavilla.com. Uh, thank you for joining me, and uh, good night, everybody. Thank you.